0: That's a prayer service where it's not a you know down on one knee and up on the next. Uh, it's not. I'm not talking about a, a two or three minute prayer time. I'm talking about some time that we would spend here tonight, really, really praying and calling on the Lord. This has been on my heart for a while. A few weeks ago, I, I preached about uh, uh, praying through what it means to pray through, and, and this is this is really uh, something that's on my heart, and I believe. That uh, God wants us to uh, to take some time tonight and to pray uh, together and to really touch God, doing the work of prayer. Isaiah sixty-two and six, Isaiah sixty-two verses six and seven. I have set watchmen upon the wall, upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace, day nor night. Ye that make mention. Of the Lord, keep not silence, and give him no rest, till he establish, until he make Jerusalem a, a praise in the earth. The watchmen uh, were responsible for the care of the city. They were positioned as sentinels, and they were to they would go through the night watch and uh, to to keep. Uh, uh, their attention on any threat that might come against the city. And if there was anything suspicious or anything that might be a threat, then they were to sound the alarm. And uh, it, was a, it was a great uh, responsibility that these watchmen had. Another verse is in Ezekiel 33 and verse 6. It says, but if the watchmen see the sword come and blow not the trumpet... And the people be not warned if the sword come and take any person from among them. He is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So we have a responsibility before God as the church, as believers, to be watchmen on the wall. To be uh, watching over those that are under our care. In our homes and our families in our church uh, and uh, we, we have a responsibility uh, to be involved in and in watching over them and doing the work of prayer, doing the work of prayer Hudson Taylor said, "You can work without praying, but that's rather a bad plan. you will never be you will never uh, pray seriously without." Working at it. Amen. I do believe that. And I believe that the whole work of the church and the work of the ministry and everything we attempt to do uh, for God is going to be so weak and so anemic and so powerless unless we have tapped into this resource of prayer and we have accepted our our calling and our responsibility uh, to to pray uh, for those that. that need to be saved, for those that need to be delivered, for those that need to be healed, uh, for, for those that are, as we mentioned this morning, are on the run away from God and need, uh, need to get back to God or need to get to that place of repentance and turn back to the Lord. Without this wonderful resource of prayer in our life and in the life of the church, then what we attempt to do is going to be pretty pitiful. It's going to be pretty weak, and I've learned over the many years in ministry that uh, I can I can study the Bible, I can I can make an outline, I can get up and make a talk, I can do my best, uh, uh, and it has limited impact if there has not been time that I've spent calling upon the Lord. And I have that t- tradition in my life. Uh, back as a young boy, raised up, and I've mentioned this many times, a pastor that I grew up under, who was a man who didn't have any education, not a third grade education. Uh, He didn't have a lot of qualifications that you would think would be necessary to do the work of the ministry, but he was a man of prayer. He was a man who spent time, hours and hours with God and And even though he might have been less qualified as far as, you know, academically qualified or educationally qualified, he understood his weakness. He understood his need. And he leaned heavily upon the Lord. And he would pray and seek the Lord. And many times he would spend the night at the church praying. And um, would go home about six in the morning and shower and get ready and come back and preach. Let me tell you. If you sit under a pastor that has spent some time with the Lord, you're going to know that. You're going to feel the impact of it. It's going to affect your life. You're going to know that they have been with the Lord and they've been in the presence of the Lord. I remember a lot of years ago when I was just early starting out uh, in ministry I knew Brother Kenneth Brand, Brother Kenneth and Vera Brand, and respected them a great deal. And for some reason, on a Sunday afternoon, I, I called uh, their home. I, I don't remember what what was going on or why that I called. But I remember when, when Sister Brand answered the phone, and I was asking to talk to Brother Brand. She said, well, I won't be able to disturb him right now, because Brother Brand is in prayer. And he would spend his Sunday afternoons praying... For the Sunday night service, and and, uh, when he stepped up to the pulpit, it was obvious that he had been in the presence of God. There was a force, there was a power behind what he said in his ministry. Uh, You felt the impact of that upon his life. Oh, that's why we must do the work of prayer because we cannot touch the lives of people. Uh, that are bound in the darkness of this world unless we are willing to do the work of prayer. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 10, it says, If the iron be blunt he do not, and, he, and he do not wet the edge, then must he put to more strength. Here's the here's, uh, translation of, of Ecclesiastes 10 and 10. If you don't sharpen the ax... If you don't wet the edge of the blade and sharpen the axe, then you're going to have to put to more strength. That's what it says. Or you're going to work harder. How many knows that uh, that if you're trying to, uh, to do something with a tool that needs to be sharp, if it's not been sharpened, it's going to work you to death. You're not going to be able uh, to have the impact. But if you take the time, it's not wasted time. If you sharpen the edge, it's not wasted time. If you wet the edge and you sharp, if it's blunt, then you're just gonna work yourself to death. And I do think that a lot of times in the work of the ministry, in the work of the church, we try and we work and we invite and we we try to reach people and we do what we can do, but we need to stop and wet the edge. We need to stop and sharpen the blade. And uh, when we do that, then every blow is going to count. Every effort we're going to put forth is going to make a difference in touching the lives of people. And so we have been called to do the work of prayer. And so when we pray, it prepares us, it sharpens uh, the edge so that we're effective and we have power with God and we're able to pray effectively and we're able to do the work that God's called us to do and really get the job done in these last days. Amen. Prayer requires effort. It requires faith. It requires courage. It requires strength. It requires determination. A prayer, I know, simply is talking to God or, and listening uh, to God speak uh, to us. Um, but really, the purpose of prayer is that we can get in His presence And His name would be glorified that we would draw close enough to the Lord that we would be able to make an impact in our world around us. Really, prayer causes us to be able to have influence and have power uh, with God and among men we're able to touch the lives of people through the power of prayer. Nothing can get done without prayer. Nothing in the church can get done without the power of prayer. We're, we're, we're completely weak and anemic and powerless unless we take the necessary steps to pray. You do you understand that you can't even get saved without prayer? You are saved tonight probably more than likely because someone or some several people prayed for you. And that if you got saved, you had to exercise your faith and pray. Because it's the person that calls upon the name of the Lord that can be saved. And so prayer is the the source, it's the resource whereby we are able to get saved and we are able able to make an impact upon the lives of people. Praise God. Not only do you get saved through the power of prayer, but you are able to grow in your fellowship with the Lord, in your relationship with the Lord, you grow in grace, you grow in the knowledge of the Lord, you grow in fellowship with the Lord through the influence of the power of prayer. Another thing about prayer is that when you pray, you're approaching the throne of God, and so you're, you become aware of your sinfulness. You become aware of your weakness and your failures and your needs. And so by approaching the throne of God, it's a reminder to us that we need to cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and the spirit. It's a reminder to us that we need to be holy before we come into the presence of a holy God. And so we need to separate ourselves from the world and the influences of the world. Sin will separate you from God. But holiness allows you to be drawn into the presence of God. To get closer Uh, To the Lord and to be cleansed and ready, meet for the Master's use, ready to be used of the Lord uh, whenever you draw nearer to the Lord. Amen. So, tonight as we pray together, we need to do the work of prayer. There's a lot of different words that describe uh, uh, the kind of praying that we need to do. One word is the word petition, the word petition. And it just simply means asking God, asking God. Someone said, you pay God a great compliment when you ask him for great things, amen. When you trust him, Lord, this is big, this is great. But I know that I can ask you because I know you're a bigger God, you're a greater God and there's nothing that's too hard for you, amen. I guess a good question that we need to ask ourselves about the burden or the needs, the things that are weighing heavily upon our minds tonight, and that is, are you really praying about it? Are you, or are you just spending your time worrying about it? Are you spending your time uh, uh, letting it burden you down and weigh you down? And, uh, but, but are you asking God about it? He wants you to come to Him and ask Him. He wants you to make petition of him you have not because you ask not is what the scripture says in james because you ask amiss be careful for nothing or don't worry about anything is what it's saying don't be careful about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto god what will be the result of that the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. So, if you are troubled, if you are burdened, if you are worried, if uh, if there is some pressing situation in your own life, maybe in your physical health or in your family or whatever that it might be, it doesn't matter. If it's if it's just a burden to you that's weighing heavily on your mind, that uh, that the Scripture says, "Don't worry about anything," but instead. Give it to God. Call upon the Lord. Ask God to work in that situation. Instead of your energy going toward worrying and and fretting over the situation. Instead, call on the Lord. Use that energy to call upon the Lord. And ask God to change the situation that you are in. So petition is one means of prayer. But you don't need to always just be focusing on Asking God, because asking God usually has to do with what I want, what I need, about me. Certainly, we should bring our needs to the Lord. But we also need to enter into intercession. That's another good word. Intercession. A word that means you are asking God for other people. You are praying for other people's needs. And uh, too often, all of our focus is on ourselves and our needs, but... But it, and that's, it's fine to take your need to the Lord in prayer. You should do that, but you should also enter into another level of work of prayer, and that is interceding in, for those that are in need. Really, one of the greatest expressions of your love for someone is to pray for them, to pray for them. Dick, Dick Eastman called it love on its knees. That's intercession that you care enough about somebody, that you want to pray for them, that you want to call on the Lord in their behalf and believe that God can touch them and reach them and you will not be able to reach people if you do not have compassion and are willing to intercede in behalf of them. You won't be able to affect them until you carry a burden for them and you're concerned about them and you're willing to intercede in their behalf. Another means of prayer is is the prayer of of command, command. And we don't have any personal authority in our own lives, but because we're children of the King, because we have come under His authority, that gives to us authority in the name of Jesus. Authority in the name of Jesus. We're a child of God, and we have all the power and all the authority uh, that is given uh, to Him is transferred to us because we are children of the king and so uh, because of that we are able to not only pray prayers of petition and intercession but prayers of commanding in the name of jesus commanding in the name of jesus that's what peter uh did there in acts chapter three when he came upon the man that was uh uh crippled laying the lame man at the gate beautiful He recognized, he said, silver and gold, I don't have any. I don't have anything to offer you. But I can come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. I don't have the authority to do it or the power to do it. But I can come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. So as we pray about these people and these lost souls and these various needs that are overwhelming to us. We can pray in the mighty name of Jesus. And there is power in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we can pray that kind of a prayer. I asked you earlier in this service to uh, consider fasting and praying uh, this week and designating Wednesday. If other days better than that day for you, fine. Uh, I just thought it would be a good thing if we could kind of focus that day if you can set aside a meal or two or whatever that the Lord puts on your heart to fast and pray, pray because uh, fasting uh, lends a whole new level of power with God in prayer. There's something, that extra strength and power that comes whenever we fast and we pray. Fasting is abstaining from fleshly appetites with a spiritual goal in mind. You set aside fleshly appetites so that you can partake of the things that God has put on your heart. You can focus all of your heart and your prayers and your time and your energy toward this spiritual goal in mind. Some things will never change until you fast and pray. Some things won't budge. Some situations won't change. It'll go right on just like it is unless you're willing to set aside a meal and seek the Lord. You're willing to fast in the presence of the Lord. This kind comes out only but by prayer and fasting. Certain circumstances and needs that you have that you're concerned about, it's not going to change unless you are willing to pray and to fast. Amen. And one more in this came to my mind uh, this evening as I was going through all of these and was reminded of the story in Joshua chapter 6 when uh, 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 the children of Israel were commanded to go and to march around the walls of Jericho and the Lord told them, march around six times, six days, go around the walls of the city for six days, the priest can blow the ram's horns, but You're just to march uh, around the city. And so day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six. But then he said on the sixth day, you march around seven times. The priests are to be blowing those trumpets during that time. But when I give you the signal, then you shall shout. Then you shall shout. Joshua 6 and 10. And Joshua Had commanded the people saying, you shall not shout nor make any noise with your voice. Neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day that I bid you shout. Then you shall shout. A shouting is, that's pretty much a Pentecostal thing, isn't it? Amen. It's Pentecostal. That's what we do. Um, um, uh, That's lifting up your voice with a loud shout. Amen. And so he said, just be quiet march around the walls until i tell you to shout and then you shout so it says in verse 16 it came to pass at the seventh time when the priest blew with the trumpets that joshua said unto the people shout for the lord hath given you the city so the people shouted when the priest blew the trumpets and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Praise God. So uh, another whole level of doing the work of prayer is this shout unto the Lord. Amen. Now this is not false doctrine. This is, this is the word of God. They shouted, and the walls came down. Amen. There's some walls that need to come down. There's some victories that need to be won in your life, in your household, in your concerns and burdens that you're carrying. And uh, we've been kind of bashful about it. (laughs) We're kind of bashful and shy about our our praying. But I I just want to present this to you here tonight as we are coming around the altar to pray together, that it may be that the Lord would, and I'm not telling you to do it, I'm telling you if you feel impressed to do it, to lift up your voice and get loud. Amen. Get loud in the presence of the Lord and shout unto the Lord. And it's a shout of victory. It's a shout that's going to bring the walls down. It's a shout that's going to to cause uh, the Lord to bring a deliverance and a victory into your situation. Amen. So we don't shout just because the music is right. Amen. We don't shout just because, uh, you know, we get emotional in a church service. We shout because we, are, we believe that God will respond to our voice uh, of faith and confidence in God. God, I believe you can move. I believe you can change this situation. And we lift up our voice in praise and glorifying God. Amen in this time of prayer, amen. So I want to ask you all to stand with me tonight, amen. And then before each of us gather in around the front here of this altar, some of you may have some things that are weighing heavily upon your mind. You got some burdens, some trying situations. It might be sickness. It might be tr- troubles that you're faced with. Troubles on the job, troubles in your home. I, I, I don't know. God knows all about that. And you don't have to tell me or anyone for that matter what, what it is that's, that's weighing heavily upon your mind. You may be so overwhelmed because you have, you have lost uh, family, loved ones, brothers, sisters, sons, daughters, uh, folks that are in your life. You're, you're concerned about their lost condition and you want to see God move in their behalf. And we're going to pray. We're going to pray and this is not a this is not a two or three minute prayer meeting this is a time that i would ask that you would spend some time with me around these altars tonight crying out to god doing the work of prayer in behalf of people and needs and situations but before we all gather in some of you that you you just need god to move in your situation would you be willing to step out and come on down here to the front right now you really need the lord to work mightily in your need, in your life, and you need help from the Lord tonight, I want to ask you to come first. Would you come? Amen. Amen. Come up here. Praise God. Come up here to the front of this building, this altar area. You need help from God. You need the Lord to move in some need that you have. And you're going to bring it to the Lord tonight. Amen. Come right on. Amen. Amen. Someone or some need that's really upon your heart. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. We want to invite everybody that would be willing to come. We're We're going to fill this altar area up and we're going to spend some time here praying together. Praying for these that are here in this altar and for others of the